Hello, I'm Nargis Kambata, the Principal and CEO of GEMS Modern Academy and Senior Vice President, GEMS Education. I'm very pleased to be speaking on this podcast, uh, the topic for which is student leadership with a difference based on the holacracy model. Student leadership, that's always um, an area that has interested me, excited me and got me worried from the time I was a young teacher my first teaching assignment to my current role as head of school and senior vice president. Um, I think student leadership, when it's done right, it truly lifts the entire student body, gives them a voice, gives them student agency, and truly, um, you know, the all the round square ideals get embodied, even though it's, we're talking about student leadership here. But if done right it really embraces all the ideals of the round square as well. And when I read the Wallace report, the Wallace review, uh, where it says investing in student leadership means a commitment to examine the culture of the school in order that students and young people can exercise and develop leadership skills and practice. We thought, my goodness me, here it is, um, right in front of us. You know, it's time for change. And if you look at the definition of prefect, it comes from the term prefectus, that is make in front or put in charge. And in the context of our schools, really, it was a handful of students who were given the sense of responsibility and we were helping cultivate leadership qualities only in that handful, those handful of students. It may have worked in the public schools of yore, uh, you know, where rules and regulations had to be enforced. But the 21st century student is a different kind of student. And how do you make sure that students are able to articulate their perspectives? How do we ensure that students get, you know, they involve themselves as stakeholders in, in decision making and, and every other aspect of, of school life? How do we ensure that students are really directing collective activities um, right across the school for the betterment of the student body? And we realized that the drawbacks of the system truly was that there's a lack of democracy. Um, it's, in a, it's authoritarian. And uh, bureaucracy of it all was resulting in messy peer relationships. I'm sure as heads of schools you can endorse what I'm saying. Because how many times have you counseled a, a student who wanted to be a prefect or a house captain or a head boy or head girl and didn't make the cut and was devastated and, you know, we give that title to somebody else. Um, and, and really, what right do we have to do that? Um, and I think that the 21st century student is truly a thinking student. Uh, and so if guided right, um, they can be leaders of tomorrow, leading with empathy, with all of the 21st century skill set um, that we have. The OECD Learning Compass um, talks of, you know, the Learning Compass 2030 uh, talks of three um, transformative competencies, uh, creating new value, reconciling tensions and dilemmas, and taking responsibility. And with the archaic leadership system that was prevalent in, in all schools, uh, we realized that, you know, um, Marshall Goldsmith was so right, what got us here won't get us there. So what could we do differently? And then we looked at the holacracy approach. The holacracy approach really looks to do away with, you know, managing from top down. It gives individuals and even teams more control over the process. Instead of, you know, one person filling a predefined role, such as a head boy or a head girl, um, you know, how about getting 
students to take on one or more roles at a given time, to have flexibility, to move between teams and to move between roles, depending on their skill set, depending on their interest. And we were charged with that idea. We were really excited about it. And we had a design thinking workshop, Stanford University's design thinking five-step process, um, where you start with empathy. And we got our grade 11s to really think about, um, you know, how they would want to envision student leadership. Well, they were very clear. They didn't want siloed leadership anymore. They really wanted mission-driven teams. They wanted distributed decision-making, collaboration. They wanted hero teams. They did not want hero leaders. And that was like music to our ears. And we said, all right, here we've got students who are ready to reorganize and re-envision what leadership looks like. So how did we really go about it? And we said, okay, so instead of having the... Um, the, the archaic system, we said, let's have um, the council system. And so we had 12 councils. And each council was led by a pledge officer on duty, whom the students really elected among themselves. So the pledge officers, every one of the students in the council is a pledge officer on duty. That's the first rule, that everybody was a pledge officer on duty. It was a duty of service, um, a duty of a taking a sense of responsibility for everything around them, rather than, you know, authoritarian leadership. And so we had 12 different councils based on the students' um, requirements, whether it was the academic council or the innovation council or the debating and critical thinking council or really the well-being council or the careers council, the social outreach council, the environment and sustainability council, the performing arts council. There were 12 councils. So we had first the pledge day where they took a pledge. Um, we had a selection of councils by the students. Then we have, of course, that the, the investiture happened. Uh, monthly council meetings happen. And then at the end, there's a council showcase day for the accountability aspect. And did we do away with the house system? No, we have four for um, houses. We had the Pegasus, Cygnus, Aquila and Orion houses. But the councils really got embedded within the house system and that was the beauty of it. So we still had the, the house system but at the end of the day we had the uh, council system really doing well. The first year we we failed gloriously. Now it's doing well. But the first year we failed gloriously because we didn't put accountability measures in place. We didn't plan in, we didn't put in planning time for the students. But now we have metrics to, metrics to measure holacracy. We've got um, student engagement, student satisfaction, decision making, collaboration and communication, goal achievement, adaptability and flexibility, organizational or council culture that we put in place. Um, and we said, if we don't have measures, then, you know, it's not going to be successful. So we gave them time to have council meetings. To be, We made each one of them come up with a vision and mission statement. We ensured that they had a proper action plan in place. We gave them a small budget to handle. And uh, we gave them a date by when they would have to present. So termly presentation of the progress made. And we said, you've got to achieve at least two, you've got to have smart objectives and achieve at least two of them. And then, of course, we had impact indicators in place as well. Do we have it 100% right? I'm not sure we've got it absolutely right, but it's a, a way forward. The students enjoy it. Now, of course, the 15-20% of students who vie for positions will always, always find ways of, you know, 
bringing, wanting to bring back the old system. But I think our students are so invested in this now. Um, this school, it is a 3,800 strong student body, which does not have you know, any of the traditional student leadership models within it. Uh, students lead with, with empathy, truly. And, um, you know, I think with a focus, with our counselors bringing in sophrosyne. Sophrosyne is really the greatest virtue, and it's the wisdom in speaking and acting the truth, paying heed to the nature of small things, like Heraclitus said. And um, it's an ancient word, but I think our counselors have brought it to life. Um, it's soundness of mind, it's temperance, it's prudence, and really, you know, getting students to understand that you need the right dose of the right thing at the right time to be successful. And leadership is all about leading with empathy and leading right. And as Mr. Sanivarki, our founder, says, education is for improving the lives of others and for leaving your community and world better than you found it. And at Gems Modern Academy, with a simple seven-word vision statement, inspiring students to be positive change makers, our leadership model um, empowers students to really strive to leaving their community and their world a better place. Thank you.